The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam, Mr. A&D here in the building. And joining me is my co-host, the anime hero, Swag on Zero. What is going on? Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. You know what? Honestly, I have a Black History thing that I want to review. It ain't going to take too long. But I checked okay. out the Ava DuVernay show, Naomi. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that show. Yeah. So did anybody else. So <laughs> DC James Gunn. You didn't even mention that in this uh thing. <laughs> so I um me and my son decided I said no. I wanna check out I, I wanna check out some black voices. HBO Max I got the black voices section now. Like every streamer search got the black voices section now, right? I know. Yeah. I just hope the name like this is the but slave movies like guys. We are more than that now. Yes, we are. <laughs> let, let's let's stop doing that. Yeah, so I was like, I went to go check out uh, Naomi, and I was just like, okay, I, I, I got some things to say. You know what I'm saying? So, I'll wait to that. But right now, this whole podcast thing, we're going to be just talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yep. Quantumania like that. So, before we get all up into that, just make sure you guys check out our other podcasts and No Give Me See the Wrestling Podcast, Turn Table, See My Culture and Beyond, uh, Drunk Dog, Sober Tongue, and, the, of course, the Nerd Talk Podcast. Um... Right now, I'm keeping it audio, but I moved the movie experience over to the podcast because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't getting that much views. It was, I was trying to do too much work with it, trying to edit it and have it all set up in the whole movie screen type thing. I said, no, look, I can't do all that. No more, especially when I'm gearing to just mostly wrestling and reactions and stuff like that doing the podcast. So I had to move it to the podcast, but however... I am going to try a new form because I do want to start trying to do live podcasts. Not mm-hmm. all the time, but like, you know, when, when when me and you like playing it, be like this, okay, Sway, this week uh, we, we got some topics to talk about. Let's go live. Gotcha. Or let's uh, at least be on camera so when I break up the snippets on YouTube, they can at least be on camera. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, things like that. So uh, have you been keeping up with The Last of Us TV show? I have not. I'm going to binge it. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Have, have you watched it? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to I binge it. I was about it. to say, because you can't even get to the first mission of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sure you want to experience it? Like, Because they said it's shot for shot. Yeah, or you know what? Uh, Tim, my, my 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 sister's you know boyfriend, uh-huh. He is he, he's like, you need to see this. And he be every week, he be showing me clips. I'm just like, all right, this is shot. But I get it. You know, I'm not a big zombie guy, but I'm just like, but you know what? I will check it out. I think that would be a good time to go, uh, you know, either on camera or live with a podcast to talk about that. I haven't seen the trailer. I have seen nothing. Oh, so that's, that's really going to be so exciting. I'm going in blind. That's, that, 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 that's really going to be exciting. This is like the first time in years since I've gone down something blind. Oh, okay. Um, I think Puss and Boots. Puss and Boots, I saw live. Gotcha. Well, let's get right on into it. We're going to go right into our uh, review of Ant-Man, The Watch, Quantumanium. Talk about the good, the bad. And then after that, we're going to go into straight spoilers. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We'll talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about the post-credit scene. And we're going to talk about where the future of the MCU is going to be going since we have introduced basically the big bad of the MCU, where it's going to be going, and some concerns that I've seen online with fans, some MCU fans of in, uh, things that they, they, that they should probably do. I want to ask you some of the questions of the concerns that they brought up and to okay. see if you feel the same way. Gotcha. All right, so first off, okay, me and Swag went to go see Ant-Man Quantumanium on Friday. Opening night. When was the last time we've been to an opening night of, like, a movie I have no thing? idea. Like, we usually go, like... Opening night or opening... Was it opening night? It op- Look, because you know they had the early screens on Thursdays. You didn't always do that, but opening night was Friday. It came, we saw it Friday? I thought we saw it Saturday. We went to go, we went to go see it Friday night. Remember, I got Dad, off at okay. 10. Okay, that's right. Dad. Yeah, we went to go. That's the that's opening night. It came out the seventh February seventeenth. Officially, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, I remember. I remember. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was Saturday. The 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 last Marvel movie I can remember like going to on opening night, like on the actual night it released, not that Saturday or anything like that, or even that early screen on Thursday was probably Black. Was it Black Panther? Uh, for me, it was Spider Man. No way home. Yeah, I think I, think I saw I it see, I think I see that Thursday. No, yeah, okay, I saw Thursday. So, no, so when I say open, I'm talking about that Friday. Okay, I ain't talking gotcha. about the early screen on Thursday. Because I'm about to say because we we could talk Infinity War and Endgame and all that stuff that we did on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, say and of course you see lots of on Saturday. I'm about the actual Friday night opening night. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's been a while. So, uh, my expectations was not as high for this movie. Is this an Ant Man movie? But I did. Yeah, I think that goes for everyone, to be honest. Uh, unfortunately, as far as expectations. Unfortunately, this past weekend, people in a lot of different things, pop culture, had expectations kind of high for the NBA All Star Game, for Elimination Chamber, and for this movie. And I was just like, y'all need to really lower your expectations for real, or y'all going to end up getting yourselves upset. You know, saying that's what that's that's how it goes usually. Well, like a Nintendo fan. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. So, uh, we want to go see the movie. And uh, so, right now, we're going to give you some of the good, the bad, and then we're going to the spoilers. So, uh, right now, I'm going to start with the good. I'm going to start off with my good. And most of it is all about surrounding Jonathan Majors as Kane the Conqueror. I felt as though that Jonathan Majors is enjoying playing this part because if anybody who's seen Loki, spoiler alert, uh, that he who remains, that this Kang, the Conqueror, going to Secret Wars, we got multiple versions, multiple mm-hmm. variants of Kang. So, Jonathan Majors has to bring something to each one. And the last time we see Jonathan Majors in anything Marvel was at the end of Loki as He Who Remains. So, when he comes on as Kang, the whole demeanor is shifted. Yeah. It's changed. This, this man, he went from being silly, animated, and f- actually funny to being quite intimidating. Yep. Quite threatening. And, like, this is somebody you do not want to fuck with. It, it was, I, a, huh? I like. I was gonna say I liked them because it's it's this role is really. They need a good actor for this role. They do. They need someone mm. to really be like, yo, you got some acting chops, and Jonathan Majors has got it. So <coughs> I'm glad they picked the right person for it. 
I do agree. First of all, if anybody say any of Jonathan Majors' work, you will understand why Jonathan Majors is good for this role. Especially, like, I loved him in Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't, I don't still think you have seen that yet. I haven't fully seen it. I've seen him in, I think it's The Last Man in Stanton or Last Man in San Francisco. He was I forgot what one. the title was. Uh, I forgot what the title was, but yeah, it was him and his brother and they were moving. I, I, I think it's Last Man in San Francisco. Okay, well, I mean, he did that. He did the Five Bloods, which uh, was pretty. He was he was really good in that one as well. And like I said, he's he has just been like on that call. He he's he's been showing up a lot. And he was I was like, he is a good casting choice. And like, and like I said, uh, I know people may have been upset by the whole race thing. I'm just like, but who? It's Kang. Who gives a fuck? And like I said, I me not me personally. I'm taking the win here. Look, if yeah. Reed Richards is black, because we already know how they're related. Yeah, so, uh, boy, let me tell you something. Well, watch Dave, the world burn, right? John David Washington. Oh, no, please don't. Do it. I'd rather bring in baby Denzel. and I mean, Boyega. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought I thought he was, the, for, for, for me, the best part of the movie. Another uh things I like, I mean, I'm Michelle Pfeiffer, Mark. I like Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, so I, yeah, I can't get... a little get... bit too much. <laughs> what you say? A little bit too much. Probably. And I'm just like, you know, so anything Michelle Pfeiffer is, I'm going to like. Her character uh, did annoy me in, in, uh, in this movie a lot. And then Paul Rudd as Ant-Man is, is going to be great. He, 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 he That's his role. I don't yeah. want to see anybody else as Ant-Man but Paul Rudd. And he does that. He he delivers that that charm and stuff to of Ant Man to the movie. Same thing with Michael Douglas. The whole family dynamic is still what it is in all the other Ant Man movies. This is an Ant Man movie, yep. and that's a lot mostly of where my good goes. How about yourself? Uh, same thing. Uh, I I liked um, uh, Paul Rudd acting. I like Cassie. I really enjoy Cassie's role. You uh, love probably them, because you love them teenage girl roles, and not in that way, everybody. I'm, I'm, I, I'm putting put, put out there, not in that way. Yeah, let me, let, ain't let, no let's clear robber. the air real quick. Let's clear that yeah. air real quick. I was say, he ain't no, he, he ain't no cradle robber. But I'm just saying, uh, yeah. but but um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's a like same thing with like Kate Bishop. I really enjoyed. Uh, well, Haley Steinfeld. I was already a fan of her as an actress. So just seeing that, like I don't know, this role just like those I can't kid heroes wait to see. you like, like Miss Marvel and it and Kate Bishop on them, like those those is your jam. Yeah, I, it's something about now. I did see something where someone was like um, the previous actress that played um, Cassie, yeah, uh, was more emotional in Endgame. They said more emotion than this girl did uh, in Endgame that she did the whole movie. I'm like, well, if we're comparing the two. One lost her dad, yeah, for years. The other one has been with her dad the whole movie. So you, there's two different acting dynamics. Y'all gotta. I agree with you. Give, give her a break. Give her a break. <laughs> she did very well. I like the, you know, I like. I remember you said the Freedom Fighter when we was talking in the car. Yeah. Um, the blonde Freedom Fighter. I I, I like that description you gave us. So yeah, yeah. The blind freedom fighter. The blind. I, blind. I, they about the, the, the blind. <laughs> the, <laughs> the blind. Yeah. Well, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I, I there, there was parts I liked. There was parts of her. I. I. Not. Not. Not too much. Things I did not like too much about Ant Man. Me personally, I. 
if you well, this is not a sport. This is not really a spoiler yet, but I'm saying, but if you just look at a scene from Quantumania, and especially in in ninety percent of the movie, you're thinking watching Star Wars. I would say that, and the only other problem I have is just like we're just in the same world. Like it didn't really feel like there was much variety in what oh, we not were in, at. Oh, boy, I'm glad you said it. Not, I felt like I was like this is like this like it felt like a Tyler Perry thing. Like this is the same set. Like yeah, y'all just walk behind that building. That was my problem with the trailer. I was like, bro, we we haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was like, guys, can we go somewhere? Yeah, but and even when they was traveling, like, I was like, y'all just y'all just went drove, drove down the street. The same complaint people were having about No Way Home on the bridge was the complaint I had about this movie. Mm. I was like, bro, I swear we've been in that same scene six times. <laughs> and it was like, either we're just in a lighter version of the uh, quantum realm or the darker version of the quantum realm. And they really didn't explain what the quantum realm was. It, it really was like Star Wars. And I was like, okay, what are the... Can we explain something? Yeah. like, like have, it, it, it felt, honestly, come from writing... Which I actually is one of the questions I'm going to ask you later. Uh, come from writing, it it, it it felt kind of flat. It felt kind of like lazy. I, in a way, or, or would you not? I, use, or I, would you not use that word lazy? I wouldn't use lazy. It. I would just say this wasn't the best for Ant Man. No, first Ant Man felt out of place in the movie. Yeah, like this felt like I like this. You sure the Ant Man? This don't feel. And the one that you said that I agree on hundred percent. Even when I slipped on, I was just like, "Damn!" It was like it was like you know, killing me softly with his song. It was Ant Man works better as a heist movie. Yeah, and I said, "Damn, he right." He's hundred percent he right right there. So much better. And well, that's yeah. one of the reasons I enjoy Ant Man so much because I'm like, get the Mission Impossible flair kind of. I mean, not like. Winter Soldier, Mission Impossible, but yeah. like a low grade like spy movie, I'm I'm like I'm in, I'm yeah. totally in. Which was what the first two movies were, and I was expecting that with this scene <clears> in the trailer where um, Kang was like, "I need you to steal something for me," and I'm like, "Okay, we get a heist movie in the quantum realm. You could add so many layers to this. You you really could." And I was like, when I saw it, I was like, "Wait, that was the heist? That's yeah. it?" So yeah, I was like, it wasn't even much of a heist. It was more such like a, uh, hey, just walk in, okay. grab it, and go. And, and I was like, you know, I, I I was like, oh, so this is so this is really what the whole thing of the movie is right here. Gotcha. Yeah, got it. There was another thing I didn't. Uh, I was not a fan of Modoc. I'm sorry, dog. Uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> now I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell y'all who it is because they can kind of cop down here. But I was not a fan. Of Modoc, and I was not a fan of his design. Yeah, that was that was Jordan Lopez and uh, Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, yes, boy. <laughs> that was just I, I was like, oh, and I felt this. They felt so like it's going to be kind of like a, like a joke thing. But for those out there who know, I felt as though Modoc got the Taskmaster treatment. It did like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, right. And don't just do things for. Okay, look. Because this is going to be a contradicting argument. I already know it. Because I'm the kind of guy like, you know what? Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't just change it for the sake of being changed. But then on the, on the other hand, you're going to have people that's going to be like, well, what about the race changing? What about all that kind of stuff that, that, that didn't need to necessarily be changed? 
you could look, you know what I'm saying, you can make that argument back and forth differently all night. But I'm talking about when it comes to they break down. Now I'm just talking about somebody who pay, who's the race and that's like we're, we're in a different universe and this, this person could be different things in different universes. I'm talking about when you strip the character down to build it back up into something new that didn't even need to be happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that. And that's what happened with Taskmaster and Black Widow. And that's what happened with MODOK in this movie. And here's the thing. I'm not going to sit up here and sit there and say, I'm a huge MODOK fan. Oh, well, I, I played the Avengers game on PS4. I was just like, yes, MODOK. Who gives a shit? I, I didn't say any of that. However, I was like, but I was like, oh, damn, they going to put MODOK in this movie? Okay, cool. That'd be kind of interesting to see how that, how that works. I was like, okay, I I see what you did there. And I was... Well, me, per, it, it may have worked for some. For me personally, it it didn't work for me. Bro, Modoc was so much better in uh, Winter Soldier. Yes, and for those who don't know, he he, there wasn't really Modoc, but I, obviously, the, the, I, the, I was like, this is nearly perfect to make a modern version of him. And I was exactly, like, I was like, bro, they they just threw something away. They, they, I, it, I was like, that, that would have been. <laughs> would you say? Or a killing machine, yeah. whatever I forgot what Modoc stand for. Oh uh, my! Oh God! What's what's the acronym? Um, uh, I already uh, kept for for killing. Oh God! I forgot. It's gonna come to me. It's gonna come to me. Though. But yeah, the, the summoner for a killing machine. Yes. Yeah, that, I was like, bro, you ain't do nothing. No. <laughs> I don't think he had a single body count in this whole movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. Yeah, this guy. I was like, bro. Everybody, Man, that it, was a waste. It was a waste. Everything in the quantum realm didn't feel. Because I was like, okay, if the quantum realm is like people like really shrunk, shrunk really, really down. But I'm like, but once again, I got the Star Wars feel too. I was like, there's different aliens and species stuff like that. I'm like, but so what is down here? You yeah. know, like like what is truly the civilization down here in the quantum realm? And I, I felt as though. It didn't breathe like Asgard breathed. It didn't breathe like Wakanda breathed. You know what I'm saying? Like, those places, in those movies, we got to explore what the culture is in those places, right? Yep. They didn't do that with the quantum man. And I, I understand it's the quantum realm. It's like, do you, is there really a culture down here? But I'm like, but it kind of is because y'all, y'all set it up to be one. There yeah. are living beings down there. And honestly, the way the characters were, were, were written, like, the whole thing with, with Michelle Pfeiffer, like, oh God, what is her name? Uh, is it Janet? Ja- yeah, Janet, yeah. The whole thing with Janet and just, like, hiding the secret and, like, like y'all putting ourselves in more danger. It's like, how, you, you're contradicting yourself saying, I want to protect you. In the same sentence, but you but you putting us in more danger by not talking. Right. That really bothered me. I was like, y- y'all smarter than this. This is element. This is... Teenage level dumb shit right here. Y'all are scientists. Yeah, come on. <laughs> how how the hell you go up and you got uh this all the trailer of how uh Scott's daughter is built something to contact the quantum realm and now you say something about it? Yeah. Even though they didn't know, even though she didn't know what they were working on, I'm gonna say, but even when she as soon as she said quantum realm, she's like she still letting her talk. My thing is, at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp, she was helping them with the Quantum Realm stuff. Exactly. And I was like, wait, you're you're contradicting yourself now at this point. 
Yes, I, I'm like, okay, come on, what's going, what's going on here? Yeah, and, and like, it's just the way that the characters were like, they acted their part, and they they were acted what was written to them. Because also, the one thing about Kang is, I felt as though as good as Kang is in this movie, and he's good. I think you, if y'all want to go see the movie, y'all should definitely go support Jonathan Majors for this role. Towards the end, it got kind of stereotypical villain type thing like yeah he, I, he didn't feel it, as threatening at the end as he did in the beginning yeah we i mean we've already it is not a secret that marvel has a villain problem yeah where they just take out some of their best villains uh, yeah they're just gone like killmonger gone um taskmaster waste like Loki's so, a, in wrestling terms, Loki's a face now. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, Thanos done. Yeah, it, it's like I, I'll get more to that when we talk about our spoilers because th- it was one thing that I was like I kind of bothered by that, but yeah, it, it's like what can we do? <laughs> it's not much we can really do about it. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I, 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 yeah. yeah. Continue. But no, I agree with uh, the whole Janet uh, plot line. The hope felt pointless in this movie. Yes. I didn't. I was like, she's not doing anything. Like, at all. Like, wow. Hank and uh, Janet at least had, like, a plot line. Hope was just there. I Hope was in there, like... I forgot Hope was even in the title of the movie. I forgot Waz, this was a Waz, Ant-Man yeah, and a Waz. Ant-Man and a Waz, right? Yeah, I forgot about that too. Like, that's that's how much hope just did not matter. Like, you really did not need her. And honestly, with the way she was standing on uh, uh, the whole, uh, uh, what's it called, the vaccine thing, probably okay not to have her. But, you know. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know she was, oh, that's right. She did have a little bit, a, a little thing yeah. with that too, didn't she? Yeah, she was against it. Yeah. Just like I, I was against her just like, I was like, come on, guys. We... <laughs> her haircut made her Marvel, look older. Baby. <laughs> yeah, her, her haircut made her look older. It did. I was just like, I didn't say y'all trying to be comic accurate here, but I was just like, she just... Like, I liked it for what it was, but... It was, I, I, it was just, yeah. Um. So, with those things being said, before we get into sports, I have to just get, get your grade... On what would you grade Ant-Man and Watch store in our grading system? On our grading system, honestly, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if we go and agree or not. Okay, it's. I said, give me the chance. I'd catch it at a barbershop. Honestly, I said the same exact thing. I I have no desire to see this again. Yeah, I I said I said catch it at a barbershop. I said honestly, if you want to watch Ant-Man, we go back to the first one. The first, I, the first one was the best one. The first one, the first one was the best one. <laughs> first one uh, was the best one. If you want to see, it, if you want to just see a sequel, so you can see Michelle Pfeiffer come back, go, go you can go see the second one and see. Yeah, hey, man, the second one was cool, but it was nowhere near as. Oh, great it wasn't as nowhere near as good as the first one. No, not, not like, at all. The first one was like, okay, this is this is Marvel like Phase One good. Yeah. Ooh. Well, preach like, to me. You know what I'm saying? Preach to me. <laughs> like, like I miss those days. Oh. I'm not. I do miss those days. Oh, but man, it was I like, look, we we got, we're hungry. Yes. We, oh, please stop talking about them, Joe. I'm like, I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting over there looking at my my Blu-ray collection right now, just talking about some man, what an era. 
Like they were hungry. Yeah, they, they hit up Eternals. I was like, oh, I guess y'all full. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plenty of room to dessert. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I say catch that. I can I say catch that at a barbershop. You know, say so for people out there. Not, like, not saying it's a bad movie. I'm gonna have to go in my Keith Lee bag. It for me, it was a yeah. catch it at a barbershop. For me. You may enjoy it. If you enjoy it, more power to you. Cool. Keith but, Lee? You mean a wrestler? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, there's a new Keith Lee in town. Oh, He's goodness. a food reviewer on TikTok. You'll love him. Oh, goodness. Uh-oh. If you want, you will love him. Okay. Okay. I got I got to check him out now because I know about yeah. the wrestler Keith Lee in AEW. But yeah. Oh, yeah, no. This Keith Lee, he, like, he, he got, that's his name now. Oh, he said, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. That's his name now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's our personal personal way of how, how we feel about it. So, uh, yeah, Go see it. I, I still recommend go see it. Yeah. It's a good time, but I personally would not see it again. I Plus, my movie style has changed. My, my movie taste has changed yes, over the years. So. But, but, I, but I do agree. Now, it is time to get into the spoilers. Okay, gotcha. so if you guys have not seen it, man... Y'all can just turn away right now, but it's time to get up into the spoilers here of Ant-Man. So, um, we kick off the movie. I'm not going to go by, like, the whole throughout the movie, but the I, I, first thing I brought up was Kane. And the way I say intimidated because when we first start off the movie, we see Janet down there in the quantum. Like, this is years ago, obviously. And she runs into Jonathan Major's Kang. And he was just like, what is this place? And he, and he helped her fight off some of these creature-looking things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so they obviously have a relationship here. Right. So what what Janet has done is when she helped Kang build, try to build his ship so they can go home, She it was connected to his mind, and she realized all the evil that this Kang has done. Remember, this is the Kang that in Loki, when they had the four statues, and one of them was mm-hmm. broken because he was exiled, that's this king. This is the king that the one that said, he who remains, this is the one that is causing all the trouble amongst all the other kings. That, remembering that, almost brought my review down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I forgot it was that king. Yeah, look, I'm sorry, but I, had to, I, I got to speak the facts here, right? It, it was, well, I, <laughs> I got to accept it. Yeah, it, it, it's just like, because that that's supposed to be the motherfucker right there right who is causing disruption through the whole multiverse to the point where he who remains said if you killed me all right you're going to unleash something that you're not ready for because this man out there is going to have his kind of wig as he's jumping through multiverses because mm-hmm. that's what he was doing in ant-man and then and so when she saw that she refused to help him and used her Pimp particles to shrink down this this uh device or actually enlarge this device that he had to help get back on the ship. So now he's been there conquering, I guess the quantum realm because nobody was in like in one place, conquering yep. uh, uh conquering the quantum realm to, to also but to try to find a way to shrink this whole device back down to put it in his ship to get out, to escape the quantum realm. Because he was banished there, because he's that much of a uh, of a problem. Mm-hmm. All of that was great to me, 
until we felt we got to the end. And when we got to the end, uh, I felt as though they depowered Kang on purpose. Yeah. Be so it could be like Ant-Man can kind of go toe-to-toe with him. I'm like, don't do that. In, in my personal opinion, I'm like, if he's the one that's been exiled, right? If he's the if he's the the, the best cold, the coldest Kane motherfucker out there that's jumping through universes. Now I mean obviously I'm not a big Kane the Conqueror reader. I do know about Nathaniel Richards in Fantastic Four and, and all that kind of stuff. But you know for all for knowing all the variants like that and what's going on like that because there could be some Kang fans out there. I get it. But right now for the way the movie was written, the way right. like the way you had said it in the car was just like after because. Um, when they get sucked through the quantum, the uh, quantum realm, the ants that that is in uh, Hank Pym's uh, ant farm get sucked down there with them, and they they age like a thousand years in a day. Yeah. So which means they they're very very smart. Which he calls the ants at the end of the movie uh, to help attack and take out Kang and his whole army, and they did for a minute. And that bothered me. I was just like, "This is th th this is Kane the Conqueror here." Yeah, that bothered me too because it's like, "This is who y'all selling as the big villain." The, the, this this is the, this is the guys taking over Thanos' spot for for this next multiversal saga. And this is like his first showing. Yes, for our first with Thanos, he beat the mess out of the Hulk. Yes. Like that was our introduction to him. I mean, we see him here and there, but like he we seen him like every time we saw Thanos, he was like the guy in charge. Yes. Well like you see he, he had that quiet, threatening presence to him. Like when we now, saw I, yeah. Now I did like the part. I'm glad you brought that. I did like the part where he was talking to Ant Man and yeah. he was like threatening him to do what he needed him to do. And like Tony was like, I'm gonna hurt Cassie. I like that part. Yes. He was like, I will rewind time and make you live it over and over and over again. I was like, I like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 everything was going right because you remember when Thanos got introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Right. It was just like, we know, or even in the first Avengers movie, we was like, okay, this is a bad motherfucker. Right. Only by just seeing him. And even when he talked, he didn't do nothing in Guardians of the Galaxy. He didn't do nothing in Age of Ultron. He was just there. And it was just like, y'all don't really want to fuck with this guy. Right. That's what happened at the end of Loki. When he, when he was trying to warn Sylvie, please, you don't want to kill me. Because I'm the only one holding all this together. Because you don't want to know what's coming. And then at the when he killed him, and at the end of Loki, when you see the whole TVA statue with Kang in charge now, mm -hmm. I'm just like, the threat is here. And I felt as though that for this Ant-Man movie, they toned him down because you can't talk about killing Thor and other Avengers and Ant-Man is causing problems. Right. That right there, I understand, like I said, that right there really kind of brought it down a little, a lot. And then when he he was taken away by the ants, like the, what you said, like I would like him had another variant or something there, but this, oh, uh, that was pretty good, Ant Man. But like, that's not gonna do anything for me. Yeah, he I was like taken that. away, and he was like he came back, his armor was ripped, and like, he was fighting for his life. I'm like, Kang. <laughs> 
this man had one thing. Okay, I understand Marvel was the sex shot. They were like, this man about to be in Creed 3. Show the muscles, Jonathan Majors. I get it. But he comes back like he was in a fight with ants. That don't sit well with me. Yeah. You know what I'm like, like suit knocked out. Yeah, like that don't sit well with me, and I and then of course he goes and beats Scott's ass. But I'm like, the damage is kind of already done here, and and it to, to the way of how I felt that the way it should have gone is, if you're really going to introduce a threat, if you really want to bring in some stakes to the MCU, which I think that's one of the things that we both can agree on, and the MCU does not do stakes mm-hmm. at all. Like we can count how many people of worth die in the MCU. Yeah, and uh, it starts with Tony Stark. So, <clears throat> but the, the the stakes are never high in the MCU, and I was like, honestly, you probably need to kill Ant Man. That's how I thought this movie was going to end. Yeah, that's how I thought this movie was going to end. Because I was like, okay, there's no way. If, especially if this is the big bad, there's no way he's going to live through this. Yeah, like Kane's going to obliterate him, and that's where, because we already like it. I think it's obvious right now. Young Avengers is coming at some point. It's see that's, that's another thing I'm worried about. Is the Young Avengers because it's, it's going to go into the post credit scene? Is the Young Avengers coming before the Kane Dynasty and Secret Wars, or after? I'm like coming after y'all pushing it because they're not young no more. Because- I think. King Dynasty is going to end where they have to have uh, Young Avengers. Okay. Like how and um, Infinity War ended where it's like, okay, it's just the OG Avengers. Uh-huh. Uh, um, King Dynasty is going to end with the regular Avengers. And then Secret Wars will probably try to revive some of them back. <sighs> See, I'm, so, so you're saying three Avengers movies? No, not even three. Like, we'll have uh, King Dynasty. Yeah. Um, you say like, you say stick the Young Avengers into that. Yeah, the Young Avengers is probably going to like be like have all the Avengers knocked out except for the young ones, and then Secret Wars is going to start with the young ones, and we're just like we got to figure out how to bring our the OGs back. Yeah, but but you know I understand that, but you are treading into Endgame territory, and it's like, do you want the same story twice? In honesty, what what really has changed since in these Marvel movies? I, I, look, look, you know me. I agree with it's, you. It's like, yeah, it's like I I understand, but they also don't. They also know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, but it, you know, uh, uh, some something's broke though. Yeah, and, 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 and like I said, <laughs> yeah, something's definitely broke. <laughs> yeah, something is broke. I mean, I I'm gonna get to it. Uh, after this, but I, I wanted to, 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 to talk about okay. So, Kane was one of my biggest problems. And if we we can go into the post credit scene where I felt I was happy and upset at the same time mm-hmm. because number one, uh, they did the, the, the Council of Kings, there's a, a famous comic book strip showing the Council of Kings, and they recreate that scene with all Jonathan Majors. So, I was just like. Happy Black History Month to me, right? So, yeah. but we get we, we get three Kang variants. They come they come out the shadows from Immortus, uh, Ramatut, and 
this un I don't know who this other one was. Well, it's, it's like like I call him Brainiac Kane. Yeah, he did look like a yeah. Uh, so, but when when they came out there to discuss what happened, that they, they said that Kang is dead. That's my problem. And I was like, <laughs> That's what, I was what? like, there's no way, there's no way he's dead. I said Kang is dead. Like the the conqueror, he's dead, and. The, you know the other, the other one was just like if it were not true I would have not said so, and so, I don't think he's dead. I mean I hope he's not. <laughs> I honest. think he's so small, like because you you can't track matter at a certain point. Yeah, I think he's that small. Uh huh. That's only thing I think about. It. Yeah, because there's there's no way. So in the arena, and Warren's are saying that we gotta stop wasting time. And we're gonna to have to uh, attack all these things uh, across the multiverse. My biggest thing, I was just like, I okay, I hope he's not dead. But even alluding to that he was dead, cause I I thought he was gonna be the next one to come out the shadow after the three of them came up there. Yeah, and it was just like, no, we gonna either we gonna tear up and get this thing, or I'm gonna shut all this shit down. We gonna do this, like you know, I don't understand, you know. I felt as though that what in an Ant Man movie, like why would he sit there and even a, even attempt to mention? It's it's kind of like if if Thanos, even though if he even though they they wouldn't have killed Thanos, but even if it was like the Guardians stopped Thanos and right. uh, Roman the Accuser, right? But knowing mm-hmm. that well, Thanos is going to come back, but why even tread that water? Right? Why even go down that way? I felt as though that. That right there is is, and maybe they they may think like, well, look, there's so many other kings that they're gonna have a problem come Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. I'm like, but it ain't that king. It's not that king. It's <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. <laughs> it's like, but what you explain to me through your storytelling is that the one that's dead is the biggest of the baddest of them all. Right. Like I personally. Do not feel like Kane the Conqueror is done. Yeah. I, if anything, I have a feeling they may come during uh uh what to call it? The Marvel Fantastic Four. Oh, is is that come before Avengers? I think. Or do you think or do they don't come to Loki season two? Unless at the end of King Dynasty, King the Conqueror comes yeah. back and starts Secret Invasion. Or mean secret wars. Yeah. And and the reason why also because remember Homegirl from uh the uh from Loki uh from the uh Tiberian place, the, the black woman. Yeah. When she was going to search, that is supposed to be Kang's love interest. Oh. And I'm just like, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? Like like what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. It it doesn't seem like the writers for Ant-Man was in the same room with the writers for Phase 4. And I think that's, I mean, that's honestly been the problem with Phase 4. If we're being a, because same thing with WandaVision. WandaVision was like, got me excited for oh, Multiverse yeah, it was Madness. Great. And Multiverse Madness was like, it just didn't feel like it completed her story. Even though it quote-unquote did. Uh-huh. So, that that's just a problem we've been facing with uh, with uh, what to call it, 
with phase four. Yeah. And I still think it's like, bro, we haven't we we need a better blueprint of what's happening. Uh-huh. Or like at least a timeline. Because wh- when is this even happening in the storyline? Well, this is the, this is the beginning of phase five. We're in phase five right now. Yeah, but it's like what year? Uh, is oh, what this? year? Like, I think yeah. we're still in twenty twenty five. Okay, I think we're was still twenty five. No, it was twenty three. Well, no, well, well, just well, well, remember right? that we got the five year jump from Endgame. Yeah, Endgame, uh, Infinity that, War. That landed in twenty three. Well, well, yeah, I would say which was so when we watch it, everything is in twenty three. We're watching it in. Our time, but right. everything is going. So if, if everything is come, if everything starts back in twenty three, uh, that that means when let's see what what came out after uh, Endgame, Spider Man Far From Home, that was twenty twenty three, but Spider Man No Way Home is twenty twenty five, I believe, or twenty twenty four. One of those It's not in our actual year date no more. Mm-hmm. So of how, of how that sets, sets it up. There's also another post credit scene at the end, uh, where Loki and uh, he, wow, uh, <laughs> or Wilson, or Wilson, um, uh, I forgot. What's his name? Morbius? Yeah, they're in the audience, and then they get another variant of the Victor Timely uh, variant of Kane the Conqueror, or of Kane. Uh, Victor Timely is the one. Oh God, let me make sure. Uh, he's the like the smart tech guy. Uh. And I believe Victor Timely is uh, God. What is he the one of? I want to make sure I get this right because anybody out there be like, uh, he's he's an inventor, and uh, who who finds a town who, who finds a town who, who become he like he becomes like the the uh the town's mayor, uh, and I think he's the one that is from the like he gets in front of all of the technical uh. Uh, advancements that, that that we're used to now, but he knew about it before, so he's like getting uh-huh. a head start on everybody with that, right? Yeah. So, but it's also a disguise for Prime Kane as okay. well. So uh, that's why Loki was like, "Yo, this 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 guy's a problem, and not just because he's black in 1900s. He's he's a problem." Yeah, like, I know. Oh, Wilson was like, "What? Come on, man!" Yeah, like, look, is he a free no slave? Way. I'll play it. I'll play it. <laughs> uh, it was going to be better than what I says. I kept quiet. Yeah, I kept quiet. <laughs> I <kept> quiet so. uh, <laughs> We're not beating allegations today. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 felt, <laughs> I felt as though that, I, I don't know, the way it was said, like, once again, maybe the storytelling will get better after this and where we're going to land, especially with the Avengers stuff. Because we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3 coming out. And then we got and the Marvels. This is all this year. La- I, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't think it's going to make a big deal. I think it's, it's going to close the Guardian story. Yeah, as it should. Because, I mean, yeah, it's already, like, set in stone that this is going to be the last Guardians. Yeah, and me personally, look, I, I love the first one. Was yeah. not a fan of the second one. Yeah. So this I, one looks great. You, you said the second one was great? No, I said this one looks great. It, it looks great. Like I said, look, will Ponder help us? You know what I'm saying? Like, please. I mean, hey, look, kill Drax off. And <laughs> like, 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 this, this ain't off. no spoiler. This man said, I'm done. I'm done with them all. I'm like, no problem, bro. I'm like, I know, right? I remember when he was like, Marvel, you need me. I was like, I mean, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> sure. 
yeah. Uh, some more spoilers to, uh, to to get into. So the whole Modoc thing. It is actually Yellow Jacket from the first movie. And uh, what was his name again? Uh, Darren. Darren. Dar- yeah, Darren. It's not no. Darren. It's Modoc. I. Go I ahead. like that he came back. I don't like how he came back. It, 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 I agree. I think it's cool that he was sucked down to the quantum. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool idea. I never yeah. thought of that. But the way he came back, and I was like, really? Yeah, so for those who don't know, like we said, we, we're doing spoilers. They turned him into Moda. And they gave... So the usual face that you used to see in Modoc, if you type Modoc in right now, to Google and go to images, you see all the the the, the scary Modoc faces, right? They just they, they turn that as a shield, like a mask, and then when he opens the mask up, it's just his face stretched out. Keep it on, keep it on. And I was just keep like, why would you do that? This is the one and only time I will say, the Avengers game had it better. Yes. Damn, you saying that? It's like, oh, that's rough. Yes, the one and only time I would say the Avenger game had it better. Yeah, uh, that. mm, I was just like, the the longer it was on screen, the more it bothered me. I I never wanted someone to put the mask on so quick. Yes, I was like, like, just keep it, keep it, keep it. Yeah, because like you take you take you take keep taking it all, and I'm sitting there thinking like. This is, it's a, this is this is it's an eyesore for me, y'all. This is this is a, a true a true uh, true eyesore for me. It was like this is uncomfortable, y'all. Yes, <laughs> like this is like come on, guys, can we can we not? Very uncomfortable. It, it was it was not good. Uh, so any of the other spoilers that that that, that you want to get into that uh, of things that you that you probably did not like. Uh, of how of how the movie was, such as like Bill Murray, I was like a waste. Yeah, in that plot line he was in, it was just like okay, this is not. I was like, do we really got to just write him in to be like, hey, Janet had sex with somebody else? Okay, now, I know you had this problem with uh, Bullet Train. Just okay. like it's like. Now, this is how I, I felt like that with this. At least with Bullet Train, is like everyone there for a purpose. You could take Bill Murray out this movie, and the movie would probably be the does same. does nothing to the movie. It does nothing to it. You're absolutely right. I was like, they put him in a trailer. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nope, nothing. Not Honestly, nothing. I thought it was the Grandmaster. Oh. I thought it was him. I would have preferred it to be him because at least at least y'all got an established character. No, it was Bill. I was like, okay, so there are humans down here then. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like because he said, "Well, I'm not all the way human." I'm like, then what are you? I I I, I would human, like to know, I, I, guys. I'm a human. <laughs> and I'm a human in places I need to be. I was just like, this is what he's here for, huh? I was like, yeah. He, he's here to be Great like story guys yeah <laughs> i'm here to say i fucked your wife uh i mean when it came to the the culture of uh the people that was down there uh the warrior lady i forgot what her name was and mm-hmm. the black guy who i've seen everywhere before yeah. uh, who could read the minds 
and I was just like, okay, yeah, y'all set up to the characters, and I was like, but they're, they're, they're kind of just, they're, they're kind of like, you could put them on Asgard, and it wouldn't change anything. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? It, it really wouldn't change anything. Honestly, it was like, bro, this is, it, it, yeah. A, a lot of this movie was just like, let's just get to the point. Yeah, like, can we find it? Because all these other side characters do not replace Michael Pena or T.I. for me. Yeah. And the thing is, I really like, uh, out of all the characters in Marvel, Ant-Man's the only one where I'm like, okay with the comedy. Yeah. Where it's like, it, go it, ahead, it, make it, a joke it, in the series. Like, make a joke in the series moment, because that's what I expect from you. Because I would do the same thing. Yeah. Like, if the world was ending, I will find a way to make a joke. Yeah, and pray. Well, so yeah, but... <laughs> funny thing. Uh, when tw- number of when everybody was like, yeah, twenty twelve is going to be the end of the world. Yeah, that day, me and my family went to Golden Corral. Uh huh. And as we were leaving Golden Corral, the sky got dark. Yeah, and it was just thunderstorming like crazy. And then it stopped five minutes. I called my friend. I was like, it looked like we ain't make the cut. <laughs> That's the type of comedy I will just do because it's like, and that's what I expect from Ant Man. Well, I, I hope when the world does end, you call me first so I can get a good laugh. Because <laughs> I won't need it. Because yeah, we'll, I, look, I, I, I am not embarrassed to say when the 2020 thing was happening, I was actually tripping. <laughs> I was tripping. I was just like, man, this somebody ain't do yet. You know, so I was tripping. And I, would, I, know people, I, would, <laughs> I would have been sitting there cool and collecting. I'm like, look, we're we going to make the cut or not. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> but, and then on top of that, I was just like, yo, know, I'm going to tell, tell you how stupid I was. And yes, I'm saying it's stupid. I was just like, I'm not watching the movie 2012. I feel like I'm going to jinx it. If I, watch, <laughs> if I watch the movie, then something's going to be happening, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, it so as soon as it didn't happen, I, I, I watched the movie. I actually ended up liking it a little bit. Yeah, the movie wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. I mean, but you know, Cusack. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, so those contexts, it, those elements felt flat. And like I said, everything felt like a big... It felt like, hey, whatever we didn't use in Obi-Wan, let's put it in this movie. <laughs> whatever we didn't use in Obi-Wan, let's put it in in this movie and let, let, let them have their things. I said, oh my God, they don't fit. They don't fit in this world. I'm sorry. Yeah. I understand the quantum realm story got to be told, but they don't fit in this world. Yep. At all, and it, it, it like I said, and this is not something that because remember we we had the little debate about the 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 Doctor Strange multiverse of madness is like, well, they never promised us such such. I'm like, they came out and said that this movie was an Avengers level. Movie, they did, and they said with Avengers level threat, they did. they did not deliver on. And this is what they told us. I, I, I will give you the multiverse of man. They never said. Well, honestly, we just called the multiverse the multiverse of man. We never said we were going to this, 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 this. Even though it's kind of like clickbait, but right, this movie told us that we're going to have an Avengers level threat with. An Avengers level size movie. I said, I ain't feel none of that shit. Yeah, none. I said, y'all. I was like, okay, now this is just this is just pure. Cause if if, if, the, if the Avengers level threat is Kang, well, he got taken out some taken out by some ants. Okay, so sure, cause they're so like I squash him like a bug. Like, come on now. 
And if it's if it's a, a veggie level size movie, I'm just like size movie where we went to just one place. I'm sorry. I, I said that sat there. I was just like, damn, this is making me appreciate Black Panther more. <laughs> I I'm sorry because you know, like I said, I I really didn't enjoy uh, Wakanda Forever, but I, said, I understand the difficult task that was in Ryan Coogler's pocket. But I'm just sitting there thinking like, yeah. you know. I've seen so much criticism about Wakanda Forever online, and I'm like, but look what Ant Man gave us. Yeah. At least we expanded the world, and and we did all that, and and, and made the, these worlds something in Wakanda Forever, and that even like uh, Namor was threatening. This here, I was just like, you you got to be kidding me. I, I said. I know Michael Douglas is not about to just walk up here, have these ants just eat up Kane, and then they call it a day, and just walk off. I'm like, no, you don't. No, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I refuse. That's how I felt. It, yeah, it was. It's a movie. It, I, <laughs> like, it's nothing I can really say. It's it's a movie. Okay, well now, <laughs> bring. I'm uh, uh, I'm gonna bring to your attention. So I was watching. Um, John Campier earlier, uh-huh. and he got a phone message uh, from one of his uh, supporters, subscribers, whatever you call them, and he brought up a good question, and he was saying mm-hmm. that, you know, since Ant-Man, uh, he said, Phase 4 has had this broken storytelling problem, and he, uh, he said, do you think it's time that we get rid of the person who wrote Ant-Man and Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, because those are the people that are are going to be working on the Avengers movies, the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. So, <laughs> I... Did, did you just whistle? Okay, yeah. So, we, we both didn't uh, like, uh, what's it called? Star Wars The Last Jedi that much, right? Yeah. However, we enjoy Knives Out. Yes. Both Ryan Johnson. You are right. So, you could give someone the pen. It's our interpretation of what they do with it. Because Multiverse of Madness wasn't horrible. It's just I didn't like the movie. Uh huh. This was, I would definitely say, lower than Multiverse of Madness. Now, uh, so I don't think it's. I don't think we should kick them out. I think we should just heavily, heavily monitor what they are writing. Yeah, but see, now here's also another criticism here because um, the writer for uh, they talk about is Jeff Loveness, who is a uh, a writer for Jimmy Kimmel Live and Rick and Morty. And when you look at his, you know, his resume here, uh, when it comes to writing, other, he don't really have the qualifications of anything. Like, he has written uh, some things for Jimmy Kimmel Live. You know, he has, he's writing for the Emmy Awards, right? He's writing for the Academy Awards. He wrote for uh, Miracle Workers, a, a television show, Rick and Morty, and then he wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And I'm bringing that up because it's like 
the, the Tupac movie, All Eyes on Me. Have you seen that? No. All Eyes on Me was not good. Mm-hmm. But however, the director, because I thought they should have got John Singleton because he actually had a relationship with Tupac, right? Right. So what happened was they got this music video director. The Directing a music video is not the same as directing a feature film. Right. There's different, there's, there's layers to this. I, there's always, and like when I was watching what John Campy said, there's always, you always, people have a bad day at the office. That, that's not a problem. It, it happens to anybody. But when you do look at the resume and you're sitting there saying to yourself like, hmm, you can tell that the writing for phase four and on minus a couple projects have not been up to snuff. Yeah. As it used to be. And when you look at the resume of this guy, you're saying, hold on. I get you if you have a bad day at office, but writing for the Emmys or writing for Jimmy Kimmel Live is not writing an Avengers movie. Right. Where you have multiple different things you got to balance. And the, the biggest thing you have on your resume right now of me looking at it right now is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which mm-hmm. not a lot of people liked. Right. That's that is one of the things that he brought up, and then, um, you know, he wrote quite, uh, and, and there, there was a, a lot of them, and then there's another one, Michael Wardor, who wrote Doctor Strange two, and Loki is pending Secret War. So one is doing Kang Dynasty, and this other guy is doing Secret War. So let's look up this, uh, this guy was it Michael Wardron. Okay, mm-hmm. he is the he's the one that's doing Secret Wars, which is like a big Avengers uh story, also yep. that you really don't want to mess up neither. Now, if yep. we look on what happened with uh with his thing, he's the same thing also. Community, even though he did he assisted on that one. Uh, Rick and Morty again. Loki heals, which is a, a wrestling show that I have not watched yet. But um and Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, and he's giving these guys Avengers movies. Now, we also um uh, the Russo brothers. They started off with uh, Winter Soldier, right? Yes. Um, Kevin Feige picked them because he liked what they did with Community. Yes. So it, again, it's like. You got to give the right thing to the right person. Now, I understand, like, their track record isn't great. But sometimes it's like, it, it's almost but, like music in a way. But, but you know, but also, even with the stuff that they did on Community, mm-hmm. they also worked on You, Me, and Dupree. They What's all, that? It's, it's a movie with Owen Wilson. Okay. It, it, it came out in 2006, which... which the reason why I'm bringing bringing this stuff up is because they have movie experience under their belt. Also, that does help. Right. And when you have that kind of experience in there, and even with that, okay, like, and then they have uh, Welcome to Collinwood, which is another movie that came up, which is a, a comedy film also, which is like, yeah, okay, maybe I like the way that these guys do action. I like the way that they, it, it can write. And it's like, okay, yeah, I took, I took a, I took, what we would call a gamble because they're not big known people, mm-hmm. but they are still good enough 
to to handle this movie. These these guys here, I I understand the tradition, but Phase Four has already been proven that it's not been up to snuff on the writing. And you and, and uh you may sit there and not not you personally, you, uh-huh. you uh you may sit there and say that um uh. Well, maybe it's superhero fatigue. I'm just like, well, I don't know. It ain't I, wouldn't no superhero fatigue. I wouldn't say it's superhero fatigue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would, it's like when, when he went and got Josh Wheaton for the Avengers movie, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, you know, he had Buffy under, under, his, uh, under his belt. And, he, Firefly. and Firefly under his belt. And he knows how to have multiple characters in there together as one. You know, to, to, to work out. It's like, okay. It's working. These guys here, like I said, I don't know. It was just a question that that, uh, that they had, but it's just like, but mate, but when you got Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars coming up in these Avengers movies, you kind of want to try to see if you can get the the uh, top tier thing going. And if right. right now the reception, you you gotta also pay attention to that. You can't be blind as as just business in general. If the reception is bad about something. Right, Kevin Feige has to go look it up and be like, okay, we gotta see what the problem is, because right. maybe okay, if say if Swag enjoyed Phase Four, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I had a problem with it. it. Was it was great to me, okay? But you do have to look at the masses. You have to look at what's putting money in the pocket. And when yeah, it came to all the other phases, Phase Four is the weakest phase. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like, no, I 100% agree with what you just said. Like, they got to look at what works. That's how we got Ragnarok. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's how we got Love and Thunder. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, because he, 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 he put too much too much faith in him. In, he was in, like, in, oh, in, y'all really like that? Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, oh, it's too much. He too said much. Batman Returns, huh? Okay. All to Burton. You know I'm so, so glad I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's exactly what that was. So, I, I I I say that like the way I look at it is, I wouldn't just say, "Hey, Ant-Man didn't do well, f- uh, fire him." I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, but you got to go research the problem. Be like, "Hey, there's obviously a story element here that's missing mm-hmm. because it, it has not been a very concrete story when we're dealing with the multiverse." And yes, I know the multiverse is a complicated thing, right? But there has been just so much stuff. That Marvel has just been selling on Marvel. Marvel Marvel has been selling on the fact that they got surprises. Their name is Marvel, and it's like okay, Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, if what was it? No Way Home. Yeah. The all the other Spider Mans from Sony sold that movie. Yeah. But there's a glaring issue in that movie. That it's forgotten about because nobody cares about that because of all the other Spider-Man. And I'm sitting there thinking like, if they cracked the multiverse in Loki, then why do we got the whole Doctor Doctor Strange spell? Why can't that just be coming through when it comes to the multiverse? Why is it mm-hmm. is, 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 is as big? Why couldn't that be the reason they, they came over here because of the action that happened in Loki? It felt conjoined to me. The, the, the less we say about the Eternals, the better, which I yeah. call Marvel's <laughs> biggest contradiction. Is the Eternals, yeah. and I was like, okay, uh, huh? Yeah, no, I was agreeing. Yeah, so like everything you probably thought you knew, I was just like, what, what, wait, what? Really? Because that—that's what the Eternals was. But it was like, okay, but 
it, it was what it was type thing. But yet, in phase four, we had too much was what it was. Right. And if you're going to hold things to high standards and have it, have quality-ass movies, was what it was is not a good attitude to have. Uh-huh. And, and you got to kind of figure out this, uh, this, this problem. Because right now, I love Kang. I love Jonathan Majors. I don't want to see him get fucked up. Fucked over. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the biggest thing because even <coughs> at the end, I was just like, "Are they really from that era, or is this like straight up cosplay?" Because I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, "Immortals, Immortals is giving me big trouble, little China vibes right now." <laughs> that's what that's what that thing is is giving me. I'm just like, but we we gotta wait and see it and, and and see how this thing plays out. But I I am a little nervous. I will say that. Gotcha. I understand. It's, I understand why you're nervous. Last thing I want to bring up, um, since we, that, that was our spoiler review, unless you want to add anything else before I, before I end with the final thing. I have nothing. Okay. He said, I, have, I understand. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> the final thing I wanted to end with, so remember I said last time we was talking, I wanted to do some things celebrating black history. Uh-huh. Now, you know, black history in our house is 365, as it should be, you yeah. know, but the, you know, the month that everybody recognizing it, February. So, we, me and my son checked out the Ava DuVernay show, Naomi. It's a DC show. And I was just like, I'm curious. Just to check out it. It's only 13 episodes that got canceled, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And my son really enjoyed it. And he really enjoyed it because it's, 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 a, it's one of, it's like, it's like Miss Marvel. It's, it's a right. teen-oriented show. However, I felt as though when it came to Naomi, I was just like, Somebody who don't know too much about superheroes wrote this. Uh-huh. Because the way terminology was being used, like, I don't know. I don't have powers. Well, now since we got powers back, we're able to do such. I was just like, I don't know. They ain't age well for me. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know. It's just like, it felt as though that. And, and, and the way the whole plot was, because Naomi's an alien from another world and she's a huge fan of Superman and she can't figure out why and then there was a Superman fight that happened in her town but then she uh something happened to her and she's realizing that she has these abilities and she doesn't know she's trying to figure out where she's from that's the gist of the whole series right but there are times that I'll be really rooting for Naomi and there are times I'm just like I since I'm older I have to look at it this way but when it comes to the the, the way teenagers think and they're, they're written mm-hmm. bothers the hell out of me because she's making so many dumb mistakes and sitting there thinking I didn't want to get you hurt I, this is not your business I'm going to do this alone and why won't you tell me and leave me alone you you lied to me my whole life oh my god that stuff bothers me <laughs> spike all over again that, 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 that stuff bo- oh Mike don't please <laughs> please don't bring that that those characters bother me. You can't. I, I'm just like my God. I understand it's hard to write a mature 16 year old, right? But after a while, I was like, it's, it's taking 10. It's, it t- t- took almost about 13 episodes for this girl to be like, I get it. <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh man, I, I really, I, I, I really wanted to get it. And then obviously, some of her, some of these characters that that's in is in the show are wooden. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, look. It's all about the writing, because I felt as though that the person who was writing this was like, oh, I'm excited to have a black woman superhero, right? Right. But in the generic sense. 
not in the way superhero shows have evolved. Right. Because when I watched Static, Shock, I was like, this is better written than Naomi is. And that's... And it shouldn't be. It's sad because a lot of the animated <laughs> shows yeah, yeah. are way better. Than but I'm saying, before. but that's how you write a teenager with powers. Right. Even in the spectacular Spider-Man. God, I love that show. <laughs> I felt as though, and like I say, even like me, you argue. We don't argue about if it's good or not because it is great. I just obviously a fan of the '90s Spider-Man. That that's okay. Yeah. it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I, I'll say this. At least I ain't saying Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, nobody watched that. Yeah, shit, shit. At least I'm not saying Ultimate Spider Man. I mean, I, I even tried for the Spider Verse. I was like, look, Miles is in it. Let me check it out. I was like, you know, I'm okay. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no okay. it's, it, but it's just like, that's the way you write teenage heroes. Yep. And I felt as though they, excuse me, they did not capitalize on that at all. And also, I, it's okay to write mature themes. In a child show, yes, it, it is okay. Like, and you, like, I think the problem with most uh, these shows is like, y'all, kids are not as dumb as people think. It, they it, are. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Kids are smart; they will grasp a lot of things. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> you just like, gotta, you know. <laughs> Naomi has some 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 parts. That was just like okay, this is hard woman. Like I, like I, it, no episode bored me, but every episode irked me. Right. Okay. It, and to the point where it's just like, and, and my son is sitting there enjoying it, but that he's a teenager. That's how he would think. I'm a, I, I'm in my thirties. I'm not thinking like that no more. Right. And, and some, and some of the things felt forced. And, and some of the characters that, that was in there, I was just like, like Zimbabwe. I was sitting there like. This this great value, Jamie Foxx. I said, I I I'm not. I don't know if I'm feeling him just yet. Or you know how Naomi kept saying like, well, you know, you'll be able to stop them because you have powers. And I'm like, that's not that that word is bothering me. Say abilities or something because I don't know the the, the powers <laughs> thing is so 1991. You know, <laughs> you know for me, and it's like it ended on a cliffhanger. I and the, some of the animation is not good. I'm sorry, but I was just like, okay, I I'm upset it ended on a cliffhanger, but I understand why it got canceled. Right. You know, I was like, well, I like for them to to to, to wrap the to wrap this thing up because it was just like it felt like Black Miss Marvel to me. Okay. When I was watching, I was like, oh my god, you know, saying that she has her group of friends and they, and they we be all became like team friends to go take down the bad guys because they kidnap all the the, the, the adults at the. Oh my god, I was just like, it's every show seems like it's been written like this, man. Every every show is involved with a teen superhero. It's like it's being being written by this. But I just wanted to get my quick thoughts on Naomi. It's like when I say check it out, I'm like you. Nah, I mean you ain't gonna watch it. I'm just like, in a, yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch it. <laughs> to, to support your black people, sure, one day, you know, you know. But other than that, I'm just like, okay, it was made, it's there, it's on HBO Max. If anybody want to check that thing out. But guys, that is the end of the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Sat, sat here with me, uh, me and Swag on Zero. I really enjoyed it. Uh, 
we'll be back. You know, say well, I don't know, me and Swag will be back, but you know, say hopefully ne- uh, next week in time. I, I'm, I'm trying to go out and see Cocaine Bear. I really want to see that movie. I forgot all about that movie. They come out Friday. I really want to go see that movie. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Check out all our other podcasts: the No Give Me See the Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Guys from Tall, Drunk Thoughts, and uh, Turntable about Culture and Beyond. And uh, once again, this is NC the place we chose to Mr. Andy. And the anime, oh, excuse me, the man with the plan, if you need him, yell Shazam, Mr. Andy, and the anime hero, Swag on Zero. But happy Black History Month. Happy, yeah. You know what? I want you to keep saying that in March, too. All right, happy Black History Year. Yeah, I say we do <laughs> it. Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. <laughs> Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, Black History Year. We need Ye- a year. Year. <laughs> every, every other two months, every two years. Let's have a Black History Year. Yeah, right. It was year. cool, Celebrate us all year. <laughs> all right, guys. And uh, once again, Q-Flow, man, wherever you at, man, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's NC.